Welcome back to the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and as always, I am grateful that you are here on the other end of this microphone. Thank you for coming back week after week. It means the absolute world to me. This podcast, oh, it comes directly from my heart, and it is all about sharing stories so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. You are not, and we can do so much more together than we ever can by ourselves. Isn't that true? My goodness. So much truth in that statement. And so being able to show up here week after week and be together with you, oh, it's amazing. It really, really is. And my goodness, the summer oh, seems to be flying by in the blink of an eye here. I feel like that has been the story of my life ever since having Emma, where time is passing incredibly fast and you blink and it's over. And one thing that I've been recently thinking about a lot is the last time we do things. And what I mean by that is there will always be something that happens and it'll be the last time we ever do it. And we never know, maybe, that that is the last time. And so, for example, Emma turned one, and we are transitioning her out of formula and into milk. And so the doctor had told us to, right now, do half and half. And then once we use all the formula that we have left, she can just have straight milk. And so... Today, I scooped the very last scoop out of her formula, and I was like, oh my goodness, this will no longer be sitting on my counter. This is the very last time I am ever going to do this. And what a moment, because it means that she is growing and developing and moving on to the next stage of things. And for her birthday, I printed out all of her first moments. But you never stop and capture the last moments because for a lot of them, you might not even realize that it is the last moment. It just happens. And I also think about that a lot when I am putting her to sleep and she goes in for that extra snuggle. And I repeat to myself, this isn't going to happen forever. So take that moment to pause and be in it, even if it's going to take extra time to put her to sleep. I try to be really present and just be in that moment. When I was training for the New York City Marathon the first time, I saw this sign somewhere and it became my motivation throughout my training. And it was, there's never going to be another first time. And think about it. It is so true. Once you do something for the first time, you know what it's going to be like. You have this expectation. You have this inner knowledge. And it will never be this pure, unknown, beautiful moment. Because there will always be something else associated with it. And I remember when I moved into 
my very first apartment. And I didn't have furniture, you know, I was coming from my parents' house where it was all of their furniture. And so I had to acquire everything, a bed, a couch, a dresser, a kitchen table, all of it. And the bed was the first thing that I got because that I thought was, you know, my number one priority. But getting a kitchen table kind of fell at the bottom. And so for a while, I sat on the floor using those big boxes that hold copy paper. And that was my table. And I remember in that moment, even then trying to pause and say, savor this time. Because anytime I now move, wherever I go, I'm going to have stuff that I have to take with me. And it's not just going to be the small stuff that I took when I moved from my parents' house. I'm going to have these bigger, larger items. I'm going to have to carry all this baggage with me to the next location. And so be right here in this moment. Enjoying not having a kitchen table and sitting on the floor and creating those type of memories. Because those very first starting moments are precious. But now I am seeing that those ending moments are also just as precious. Because when we are ending something, we are starting something else. And when we're starting, we know we're starting, right? We're in it. We're deep in it. But we might not know when we're at the ending. When my mom passed away, they, she was in the hospital, and they didn't know how long she was going to be around. You know, they said this could take a, a few days. This could take a couple of hours. This could take weeks. The body is, is going to do what it's going to do. And it was this uncertainty. And so, you know, every day you're, you're showing up and you're not knowing. You know the end is, is near. You know it's imminent, right? But you don't know when is going to be that final moment. And... They had given her morphine, and that's when they were telling us, you know, we really, you know, there's no timetable for this. And all of us were at the hospital, and we were exhausted and tired, and we were realizing we all can't stay here for whatever this time is going to be. And we decided that we were going to take shifts. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to take a while. You know, it's not... It's not going to be, you know, something that is quick. We're going to have to be here for, for quite some time. And we had decided that my dad and my older brother were going to stay and we're going to take the first shift. And me and my other brothers went home. And we had a time when we were going to come back to relieve them. And when I was on my way, actually heading to the hospital that next morning, my brother had called me and said, you know, you, you have to come now. I'm like, I'm already on my way. And she actually passed before I got there, which I'm actually thankful because I don't think that I, I know actually, I know I didn't want to be 
in the room when it happened. And I'm really glad that it was my dad and my older brother. But leaving that hospital, even though I knew it was, you know, coming to the end, I never thought that that would be the last time I would see my mom alive. And it's crazy when you're in these things because they're happening, they're right there in front of your eyes. But it's also, again, a very surreal moment. You know what's going on, but you're also living in this fog and this haze of everything. It's overwhelming. And knowing that the end was there, yet not really allowing myself to fully know it, I think was a form of protection for me to be able to keep going, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other and finding my way moment through moment. And so, yeah, these endings, they are wild and they're real and they are overwhelming, right? And then sometimes they happen and you don't even realize. You're like, wait a minute, I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) Everything is different. And that is life, isn't it? And I think what I am seeing more and more since having a little one in our lives is that the presence is really, truly what matters. And I think I kind of touch on this a little bit each week, but it's really what is hitting me in the heart over and over again. And it's not, for me, not just presence with Emma, but with everyone else that I am around. Because I know that I can tend to be distracted at times or try to do too many things at once so then I'm not present with what I need to be. And I can feel, I can feel that I'm running on all cylinders. I don't know if <laughs> that's the right expression, but I feel like I'm moving really fast and I'm not getting anywhere. And it is because I'm trying to do too much at once. I'm not staying focused. I'm not really, truly honing in in the moment. And so that's something that I have been trying to work on. I've been getting back into my Sunday planning, which has been wonderful. And so what I do on Sunday is I sit down with my notebook. And I don't know about you, but I have struggled to find a planner that fits and works for me for what I need. I find that sometimes the little boxes they have is not exactly what I'm looking for. And so I found a system that works for me currently. Who knows what the future will hold. But I have a blank notebook that I started with. And then each Sunday, I will draw out the week. So a square for each day of the week. And then I'll sit and I'll put, you know, what's happening What work meetings do I have? What things might be happening at night? Are there appointments? What is it? Just get it down on the calendar so I can see what is happening this week. And I do keep a calendar in my phone. That's actually what I go to, to refer to, to pull out all of that information. 
But I love seeing it down on paper and writing it down. I see really, okay, this is what my whole week is holding. This is where I might have space. This is where I'm going to be really busy. This is something I need to prepare for and love doing it each Sunday. And then what I also do is I write a get to do list. And I used to call it a to do list, but then I read about how, you know, you really can switch your mind frame, you know, simply by just changing the wording that you use. And a to-do list does sound, you know, very dreadful. I have to do these things. And yeah, they kind of are (laughs) the things that we have to do. But by calling it a get to-do list, it really allows me to show up with gratitude for the things that I get to do. And then also realize, man, I have to do this, but I, I get to do it because of all the things that I have in my life. If I didn't have X, Y, and Z, I wouldn't get to do this. And yeah, it might feel tedious and overwhelming, but what a gift it is. And so it's a little mind shift and it works well for me. And on that list, I really just do a brain dump of any little and big thing that I might have to do. And again, it is just taking that time to pull it from my brain and get it onto the page. And that is huge for me because then at night I'm not laying there thinking, oh my God, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do that. No, it's already written down. And it doesn't mean I have to do it this week. Some of those things I might not get to for a while. But it's out of my head. I don't have to worry about it. It's written down. I know it's going to be done sometime. And it's there to remind me. And so that is what my Sunday will consist of. And then each day, I will grab that book. I will look at that get to do list. And then I will make a mini list for that particular day. And I try to only put three things on there. What are the three major things? that I must do today. And that's it. And three is sometimes even too much, right? Because there's only so many times in the day. And then if there's a day, though, that I know I'm not going to have that time, I scale it back or I don't even put anything on there. But it feels great to transfer from that huge overwhelming list to something way more small and manageable, and it keeps me focused. And so I've been doing really good with my Sundays getting everything down, and I'm slowly integrating getting back into showing up each day to return to that, to ground myself, to center and say, okay, this is really what I'm going to focus on. And I know it's important for me. I've also been getting back into my morning writing, reading, and pulling my cards, and that feels great. I feel like I am turning a corner in finding my way back to myself, but it is definitely, it's slow going. (laughs) It really is. And I'm giving myself so much grace with that because, man, I can be quick to beat myself up. But having the grace and knowing that slow is okay. I'll get there. I'll get there when I get there. And sometimes that is enough, isn't it? We might want to snap our fingers and instantly be 
on the other side of it. But there is this learning and adjusting that happens along the way. And we need to remember that that is just as important. That learning, that adjusting, all of that. It takes time. But uh, it's needed. It really is truly, it's needed for the journey. And what, uh, what a journey it is, right? And what about you? What phase of your life are you in? Are you feeling fully grounded? As if you know exactly where you're going and you, uh, you're just grooving and moving? Or are you kind of in the season of finding yourself? In the season of unearthing and uncovering? That's where I am. I'm unearthing and uncovering, you know, who I am again. What life looks like as a mom parent, what it all, I don't know, what it all means, I guess. And it is really amazing and it is beautiful. And even though it's been a year, it's still new and I'm still learning and uncovering. And I'm, I have always been well, a life learner, always looking into and trying to discover, and so I'm not going to ever stop that. I just, I want to find my footing again. I want to get back into that rhythm and groove. And I know, I know I will get there. I just know it will take some time. <laughs> How much time? Oh, who knows? But until then, I will have patience grace and show up with kindness as we all should do for ourselves and I think I think it's important to remember that important to remember that when things are ending we might not know but we can we can allow ourselves to to acknowledge it when we see it and give ourselves the grace to find our way in the way that we best know how. And that might be looking different in every situation, right? And whatever it looks like for you in that moment, just be there. Just be present with it. Because that's all we can do, right? It really, truly is all that we can do. All right, I would love to pull a card for us to tuck into our pockets something. Oh, that can be a guide when we don't know where we are going. And so I invite you to just take a moment to pause, to be right here. Close your eyes if it feels comfortable to you. Allow your ears to release away from your shoulders, releasing some of that tension you may be carrying with you. Taking a deep breath in. Not judging any of the thoughts that come up, but allow them to come and release. And know that where you are, as you are, in this very moment, 
Even if it's hard, you will make it through. You are not alone. We are all walking this journey together, even though we may not see one another. We are here together. And the card that is going to carry us through this week, oh, is transformation. Oh, how incredible. And let's see. And again, I pulled from the Kyle Gray Angel Guide Oracle deck, one of my favorites. And it says, you are ready to move beyond energies or situations that are no longer helpful to you and to make space in your life for something more purposeful. You may feel a real need for clearing out at this time, not just physically, but mentally and spiritually too. As you remove the clutter and debris from your world, you welcome in the energy of transformation. Like a butterfly emerging from its cocoon, you are ready to move beyond the previous limitations of your life. You are moving away from stagnancy or the feeling of being held back and are taking the heavy energies of your life and making them light so that you can fully embrace who you were born to be. Oh, just think about that for a moment. This idea of transformation, of really truly stepping into what is right and beautiful for you and not allowing anything to hold you back. Because so often we do that, and I can see even in my own life right now, where I am holding myself back by not giving myself that time and space to truly show up for myself the way that I know I need. And a lot of times, it is us holding ourselves back. It's not anyone else. We can do the things we just need to have, the courage, the trust, the strength within ourselves to go after it and do it. And in doing that, You might have to clear away what's old so that there is space to invite in the new. The book goes on to say, when this card appears, angels are acknowledging the emotional and physical transformation that have taken place in your life. They can see you more clearly now that you have released the old and the old thoughts and situations. There is a feeling of renewal now, and you are moving into a space where you are more comfortable than ever with who you are. You have a spark of splendor burning in the depths of your being, and the spark is creating positive and loving experiences for you now. It's time to enjoy the benefits of your commitment to your growth. Oh, love everything about this. And think about all of the ways that you have been committed to yourself, the way you show up day after day. And it's not easy, right? There's a lot that you're doing in the everyday and you do it without even recognizing or realizing all that you're doing, I'm sure. Because it it is what we do. It's how we maneuver through life, right? But if you just took a moment and even just think about all of the things that you did today, you woke up. Possibly took a shower, brushed your teeth, made breakfast. I mean, just doing those three things right there are monumental. They took strength from you. They took time. 
that food that you made for breakfast was not just, you know, magically in your fridge. You sourced it some way, somehow, right? And I know these seem like small things. You're like, oh, they are just the things I always do. Yes, of course. But it's a lot. And you're doing it and you're showing up. And you really need to take a moment to pause and recognize it all. And recognize the growth. And allow yourself this space for the transformation. I love this card for the reason that it really invites you to expand. It gives you that permission to say yes to yourself. To follow your heart down the path that it's leading you, even if it's unexpected. And trust it and go with it. And know that you put in all that hard work to get here. You don't need to be living in the stagnant. You can emerge into this light that will carry you where you want to go. And you could really embrace all of it. All of it. And so tuck that into your pocket this week. Know that when things might feel a little uncomfortable because you are transforming. Give yourself permission to stand in that little bit of uncomfortable, but open your heart to what can be, because there's so much potential around what can be, and you won't know it if you push it away. Oh, I thank you so much for being here, for being a part of this podcast. I adore you. I am grateful for you. And I wish you a wonderful week ahead. I will be back next week with a brand new episode. But until then, have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. 